Welcome to the Mom Worthy Podcast. This is Brittany. This is Sam. Grab your coffee or your wine and come hang out with us as we share the best advice for new moms. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, mamas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are back with another episode of Mom Worthy. Thank you guys for listening. We're excited for today's episode. We're going to talk about all the things that you should know as a new or expecting mom, stuff to be prepared for, mm-hmm. and just some really good advice that our uh, followers submitted in our question box on Instagram. So, and we're also going to talk about our own. own. Yeah. 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 How do we feel about it? Yeah. Honestly, though, like almost everything people wrote, I totally agree with. Yeah. A lot of the same things over and over again. So this is good stuff. Share this with your pregnant mama friends. Absolutely. I think this is something that every new or expecting mom mm-hmm. should listen to for sure. Yeah. I wish I would have had something like this yeah. when I was pregnant. Absolutely. Because there's so many things that you just don't know. And you still won't know it all even yep. after this episode. I've got three kids and I'm still learning stuff yep. every day. Um, I think to start with, um, while you're pregnant, you can do a lot of things to prepare yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for example... Um, postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Yes. Look into what it is, what are the symptoms of it, the signs. Prepare your spouse to yes. watch you. As well, your family members to watch you because sometimes you don't realize, yeah, you know that you're in it. So many moms that go through postpartum depression or anxiety um, are like, I didn't realize. Like, I thought I was going to be so happy. Like, why am I going through yes. this? And so, like, it can it can happen to anybody. Even yeah. if you don't think, oh, it couldn't be me. It's you know, it's a hormone imbalance. Yeah, it really is. So we have a couple episodes about that, especially the one with psych mommy's a good one for reference. So definitely listen to that. If you're expecting, or if you think you're going through it right now, yeah, because it's not something to be ashamed of, mm-hmm. and it's something you should get help for. It's literally a hormonal imbalance. Yes, like, you just need to get that in check, and you'll be okay. I know a girl who's pregnant actually who listened to that episode. And she's like, I'm so glad I listened to that because she's like, I'm going through anxiety right now. Yeah, and I felt guilty about it, but to know that it's like normal and I can yeah. get help for it, it was nice to hear that episode. So it's good to be aware of that. Um. Another thing you can do to prep for, uh, like when you're doing your baby shower, things to ask for, Mm -hmm. um, besides just like things is like, you could ask for like gift cards, like Postmates and stuff so that you can get meals delivered once you have that baby. Cause you're not going to want to cook and clean up after yourself. You want to order food if you can. That'd Mm -hmm. be a great gift to put on your registry. I got a lot of food delivered to me as a fresh new mom and that was so appreciated. It helped so much. Meal trains and stuff. Absolutely. And you get so much clothes usually for your baby shower and your baby does not need that much clothes. Yeah, they don't need 40 newborn onesies. No, they do not. So (laughs) They can wear for a week. (laughs) Yes, so instead of asking for clothes, ask for food. Yeah. That is something I, I didn't have for any of my pregnancies. I mean, my mom helped a little bit yeah. with food, but that's something I wish I would have had. There wasn't like Postmates around when I had cash, but that would have been amazing. Oh, I would yeah. have loved that. Just everyone come to my shower and give me Postmates gift <laughs> cards, please. <laughs> Uber Eats or like the one that delivers groceries. That would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the great thing about these days. You can just have it delivered to your door. So get your baby shower guests to give you stuff that, like that that you can use because you can always go buy clothes and bottles as you need them 
but food. Yeah, (laughs) you gotta have the food once you have the baby. Oh my god, yeah. And you don't feel like going anywhere or cooking anything, so it's definitely very appreciated. Um, I think one thing that I didn't realize while I was pregnant, like when you're pregnant, you just can't wait to meet that baby. You get so anxious to meet your baby, you're so excited going to the hospital, we're gonna meet the baby today, usually how it goes. Um, I didn't realize how big of a struggle it would be to heal from birth. Oh, it's the worst. Like, the tiredness you mm-hmm. feel I don't think I've ever felt as tired as I did in the hospital with all three kids that I honestly felt like I was on adrenaline high oh. for like the first probably few weeks and then the exhaustion hit me oh for me in the but hospital, I was sore was the worst like I was so sore like I didn't want to move see I wasn't as you were sore mm-hmm. I wasn't really that sore I just kind of felt like I got ran over by a bus <laughs> <laughs> but not in a way like I was sore. it's almost like just like when you're hungover, you know? It's yeah. like almost like the hungover feeling. And you're, like, tired. You just don't feel right. Your body doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Your stomach feels like it was popped. Like, it, it's deflated, you know? The stomach's the worst. Weirdest like feeling. Just so weird. Like, you put on a shirt, it just does not feel right. It's mm-hmm. so Even if it's a loose shirt, it just feels so weird. And then you're bleeding so much. You have to yeah. wear diapers, basically, for a couple weeks. Like, I know people told me, like, oh, yeah, you're going to bleed. I just didn't realize it was going to be what it was. You just feel like crap. So I think being prepared for that, like, yeah, it's yeah. going to be beautiful. You're going to love your baby, but you're going to feel like crap for probably a couple weeks. <laughs> yes. You know what really helped me with that is I made, what is it called? Padsicles? Yeah, I never did that. Oh my God, I loved them. I made a few bags of, of uh, pads into padsicles and I put like witch hazel and aloe vera gel and lavender yeah. on them and then I freeze them and those were my godsend. My mm. vagina would be hurting so bad <laughs> and I would stick a pasticle in there and it'd be freezing cold for like the first yeah. minute and then it would just be heaven and relief. I don't remember mine hurting that bad but when you go to the bathroom to work, mm-hmm. you have to like use that squirt thing. Oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah that yeah, is the worst. Squirt bottle. If your boobs hurt if you're nursing. Even if you're not nursing you have to like let them the milk go down or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, it's a wreck for those first couple weeks. So if you feel like, why the hell did I do this? I hate my life. It's normal. <laughs> it's, it'll get better. Just give it time. You know what's hard for me too is once my belly popped, I noticed all my stretch marks so much more and they were mm. really dark purple and that was really hard for me to see. But I'm almost a year out now and they're like white wow. light and kind of shiny. Like I'll show you real quick. You can let's, give you a reaction. Oh, yeah. Um, that's my pants. But like, yeah, your pants. Yeah, pants the pants work. may look worse, but they're, like, not that bad. No, not at all. Yeah, so that's good to know for people that might yeah. be experiencing that. I should probably take a picture and share my experience. Yeah. Because I got a lot of stretch marks. I kind of, that's one thing I know social media is, like, perfect, perfect moms. But a lot of moms right now are kind of sharing all yeah. body types and embracing their stretch marks yeah. and stuff. Kourtney Kardashian just the other day posted a picture yeah. of her stretch marks. So it's good. Like we all, even Kourtney Kardashian, who has millions of dollars and could repair things, everyone's got stretch marks. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, remember when I first got my first stretch mark when I was pregnant and I cried and Jake was so sweet. He told me, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I was like, you're lying to me. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you lying to me? But for the most part, I don't mind them anymore. Mm -hmm. I I really don't because 
there's just so much more important things yep. going on in my One life. One pieces are in anyways. <laughs> yeah. I did just buy a high piece uh, Those bottoms. Those high piece are in too. Yep. Um, I've always had them. I never got any stretch marks from pregnancy actually, but I've always had them on my legs from like high school. I have on my legs yeah. too. So. But those ones don't bother me because they're so light and they I'm hoping that my stomach would feel like that. They used to back in high school. I was like, oh my God, I'm in high school. Why do I have stretch marks? Yeah. Right now I'm like, I don't give a shit. Mm-mm. We all got them. Yep. Um, along with, so with like healing and stuff, it's like the fourth trimester as they call it. That, mm-hmm. that last trimester when your baby's out, even your baby goes through it. Yeah. Because so, they are having separation anxiety. And they're adjusting to the outside world. Yeah. It's like a whole, it's a whole nother trimester basically. So I feel like the fourth trimester is probably the hardest with newborns. Just getting them adjusted, getting yourself adjusted. I know people post all the time like groups, like my baby won't stop crying. What's mm-hmm. wrong? It's like they're just a baby. Babies are going to cry. And yeah. that was one of the things people wrote on there too. Babies are going to cry. It's okay. Obviously, yeah. sometimes it might be colic or something. Yeah. But um, for me, my biggest piece of advice for that is baby wear. That saved me with mm-hmm. all three of my kids. When they'd be screaming, crying, nothing would work. I'd put them in a carrier, which I use the Moby. Not the Moby. The Solly baby wrap. <laughs> Sobe, no. Solly. <laughs> So I had the Solly baby wrap, or Solly, however you say it, S-O-L-L-Y. 100% recommend for that fourth trimester, especially wearing all my babies in that. Well, I didn't wear cash in it, but I wish I would have. Wearing Sawyer and Capri in that saved my Mm -hmm. life. And with that, when you first start trying to use a wrap, it's hard. It's hard. Practice. Yes. Before you even have your baby. That's a good Yeah. But just know that it gets easier. Once Mm -hmm. you learn the routine, it's really easy to throw them in that. But it feels like a lot of work at first because you're learning how tight to do it Mm -hmm. and kind of how to wrap appropriately. And I think that wrap in particular makes a difference. There's tons of other ones you can buy, but that one, it's so thin. They're so close to your body. It's easy for you to move around. So the Solly Baby Wrap, 100% recommend. Screaming, crying, put them on you, walk around for a second. Most likely they'll stop and probably fall asleep. Yeah, true. I went. I took my uh, when Sawyer was like two months old or four months old. We went to Disneyland. She slept in that thing the whole time. We walked wow. around Disneyland, went on rides. Wow, it was amazing. So, hundred percent recommend that if you're pregnant. Put that on your registry. Oh, what else? Support system. Ooh, yes. I think you need to rally around your support system and kind of plan of what role potentially people are gonna to be for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe preparing them for what you could go through too. Um, even Logan listened to that episode recently with um, Dr. Wynette. Yeah. And he was like, I wish I would have heard that when you were pregnant with Cash. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things men don't realize. Yeah. They don't. They don't have any. They think a lot of times, too. It's just like, oh, I've had a baby. I'm tired. But, like, there's so many things that women go through. Yes. The hormones and just everything. Emotions. Mm-hmm. So maybe have your partner or whoever... It's going to be your support system, mom, mother-in-law, listen to that episode too. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think they need to try to understand as best they can what mm-hmm. you're going through. Because you, you feel alone so, in how you yes. feel. And that nobody's understanding where you're at right now. And I think it's important that your spouse try to understand as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's nice if you do have friends that have babies. Not everybody has that. I totally get that's really hard. But if you do, or if you know anybody with babies, even if they aren't a close friend, reach out to them. Ask to mm-hmm. talk to them. It's so nice when you can relate to other people. Yeah. You need that support system. For sure. Friends, family, spouse. When people come over, maybe prep them. Yeah, I, I know you want to see the baby, but I'm healing. So maybe mm-hmm. you can help with things around the house. Yeah. 
do some dishes. Yeah. Bring some food. Hey, my, my clothes in the laundry need folding. Yeah. You want to take care of that. That's truly what a new mom needs help with. Which that goes into the next thing. One of the main things, um, this was probably one of the top things that was uh, in the box that said, uh, ask for help or don't say no to help. Yeah. Which I'm bad at. I hate asking for help. Oh, I, I'm the same. I don't even ask Jake for help. He yep. said, just ask me. I'm like, I don't want to have to ask. Yeah. You need to read my mind and just do yeah. it. Duh. Duh. As, How hard is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is called marriage. Um, yeah, I like, especially like my mom and mother-in-law, that's a lot of times who people reach out yes. to. And I don't like putting people out of their way. I don't mm-hmm. want to, like my mom came over with Cash and Sawyer for a week, which was helpful. Mm-hmm. She you know, helped clean the house, make food, laundry. Yeah. When she left, I was like, "No, I can't do it on my own. It's hard." So if you if you don't have the help, I don't know if this is an option for you um, financially, but they do offer um, postpartum uh, doulas. Mm. So that's or night nurses. Yeah, or night nurses. Um, if that's something you can do, they can come over and literally help you with pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, or buy a cleaning lady, cleaning service. Yes, that's a good one. Hey, that, that's On a your, good one. Registry, yes. a cleaning service. I'd much rather get that than 10 bottles, you know what oh I mean? Oh my God, absolutely. I felt like when I had my son for the first week, everybody was yes. helping. Yep. I got so much food, so much help, and then like... Nothing. Yeah. It was like one week of heaven, <laughs> and then this I got no more easy. food. <laughs> no more I food. always need food, okay? I was cut <laughs> off. And that was kind of hard, Yeah, only having a week, because you need more than a week. Mm-hmm. I'd say a month. Oh, yeah. A month. Because I'd say like three years. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things uh, someone wrote a lot, too, was, um, uh, what else? Take it one day at a time. <laughs> just do that's, it that's not funny we just said it right before we hit record we had to stop, so it was funny to hear it again <laughs> with a lot of passion behind it <laughs> one day at a time one Brittany. day at a time guys uh which sounds it does kind of sound corny but like seriously it's it is hard, but yeah. savor the moments. I know I look back at pictures of my oldest when he was a baby, and it's like, I forget it. I'm like, I can't believe he was that little. I know. I miss it. Everyone says it goes by fast. It really does go I, by so fast. It's the shortest time period of their life when yeah. they're actually a newborn. Oh. And honestly, cherish it more, because although it has its hard moments, like cry more, you're learning how <laughs> to understand what they need, but there's easiness about it as well yeah they don't move they don't talk back they don't argue <laughs> yeah. you can stick them in a swing for yes. a little bit to have some me time when mm-hmm. you need or to go to the bathroom or yep. shower so do it yes <laughs> yes take advantage of that for sure wait i know it's hard though too like when they're when for at least for my first when he was born, I when he slept, I just wanted to sit there and watch him breathe to make sure he wouldn't die. Like, it's crazy, like, the anxiety mm-hmm. I, I, I had with him especially. I had so much anxiety over SIDS. Yes. I had so Thankfully, much now, anxiety that's over it. Another thing to put on your registry, which I didn't have, I don't, never heard of it, at least when I had cash, the outlet or the other monitor that you mm-hmm. had. We talked about that before. I loved the breathing monitor. Mm-hmm. I think that would have helped me sleep better. Yeah. That's why I got it. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't substitute it for safe sleeping environment. Of course, yeah. Right? I want to just throw that out there. Still have a safe sleeping environment. But what it did for me is to know... 
if something if something were to happen an alarm is going to go off and it will wake me up it allowed me to get more restful sleep Mm -hmm. which you need Mm -hmm. you need to heal mentally and physically and sleep is the key to that yeah i had a really hard time sleeping with cat because that was was my biggest worry yeah is him something going wrong and me not waking up for it Uh for some reason you know new mom you're just so much going on the first few days of his life i forgot I bought that mm. little breathing machine, breathing monitor. And so I was going nuts for the first few days. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? I bought something for this. Yeah. And I went and hooked it up. and it. I, so I know the difference. I knew what it was like not having it mm-hmm. and what it was like I having bet. it. And yeah. I still worried. I was like, what if the machine breaks? What if it malfunctions? Yeah. I still had those worries. Yeah. But it was just like another safeguard in place. Mm-hmm. For sure. Still checks on him every time I woke up in the night. Oh, of course, yeah. So that's normal too. Yeah. If you're, if you're like staring at your baby, like, oh my god, I gotta watch you breathe. That's normal. You're a mom. Yeah. Being protective, mama bear. Yep, absolutely. But if you can get one of those things, it'll it'll help. Yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself either. Yes. Like looking back now, I I feel like I was really hard on myself when I was a new mom, but I just didn't know. Like everything was new to me, mm-hmm. and it takes time. Like I feel like if I went back. Okay, from now again, it would go smoother mm-hmm. because I had learned so much from that process. Like I feel like it goes smoother for my next baby mm-hmm. because I just didn't even understand what tired cues were. Mm-hmm. So he was looking back, overly exhausted all yeah. the time because I didn't know how to properly read the tired cues and what to do with them. Yeah, I could see that. That's like with Cash, I didn't have the wrap, mm-hmm. and I wish I would have had that because he would be crying. One time he was crying. So hard, Logan and I were, could not do anything to stop mm-hmm. him. I don't know if I've told this story before, but we were like, maybe we should take him to the hospital because he won't stop crying. What's wrong? What if he's yeah. sick? And so we put him in his car seat and he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably overly tired. Yeah, he was just tired. Yeah, and babies get fussy, and sometimes yep. they don't want your milk and they just want to go to sleep. But they're babies. They can't tell mm-hmm. you what's wrong. They can't tell you they're tired. They get overly tired. And that's why I know moms stress out. What do they want? What's wrong mm-hmm. with them? just a baby and they're tired they're gonna cry um but yeah put him in his car seat we were in our bedroom like grabbed our bags to leave and he fell asleep we're like oh does look like oh my god <laughs> with with him with Sawyer and Capri it was just like oh we put them in the wrap all right they're good yep <laughs> yep I know looking back he was overly tired all the time yeah I kept him up way too late like See? it was like 7 or seven thirty p.m but for him like knowing him now that is really late for yeah. him to be up and so he was just well, over exhausted. Think about when they're in your belly too. Mm-hmm. That's like what they do all the whole time almost is yeah. sleep. And yep. then it's quiet and it's mm-hmm. dark and it's comfortable because you're walking around. Yep. So yeah, and they're out in the open and it's going to be crazy and they're going to be tired and yep. you're tired too. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? I think, oh, I wish I would have known that. I so wish I would have known that. I know. Dang. That's, I know. that's the funny thing. We've talked about this before when other people watch your kids. No, they don't know. It's like they're tired. <laughs> I know. Put them to sleep. She's being really fussy. She's tired. Yes. I feel like it always comes down to like hunger or tired. Yep. Hunger or tired. I don't know what Feed they Feed them, they fall asleep, you're good. Yep. <laughs> so maybe tell people that are going to watch them too. By the way, if they get really fussy, probably means they're tired. But if they're really fussy, it's almost too late. They're, yeah, they're past the they're point. Past the yeah. point. Like, tired cues. Yeah. Yes, I didn't know that. And that is something that I wish I knew. So maybe if you're going, you're a new mom or you're pregnant, really research the tired mm-hmm. cues. And I did, but I don't think 
it takes you a little bit to really realize what your yeah. baby looks like when they're giving you your tired cues. Mm-hmm. Like, now I see one yawn, and I'm like, let's yep. go to bed. That's or if great. I see him just start to rub his, rub eyes, his eyes, I'm like, we're going yeah. to bed. Yeah. Or even if he just starts to get a little fussy, I'm like, he's probably tired, let's go to bed. Yeah. And literally, never fails, he will fall asleep. Yeah. But he never gets to that point of being overly exhausted, for the most part, anymore, unless we're breaking our routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore um, unwanted, unsolicited advice. Or comments, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you get it. You're gonna get it all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And if you try to defend yourself, rebuttal that advice, it's just gonna be exhausting. All I do mm-hmm. is smile, say thank you, and then yeah, forget it. It's not worth it to argue most no. of the time. No, no, most of the time. <laughs> like I remember, Alden got a really bad butt rash like day three of his life. Like it was instantaneous, mm-hmm. and we were doing everything that we could to get that gone. We ended up having to get um, medicated cream from the doctor. Mm-hmm. And even that still took a long time to get it gone. Mm-hmm. By the way, what I found out works for me is a blow dryer. Hmm. Like, just, like, lightly blow dry his butt every time I would change it. And also, um, it's like a cooking powder. Cornstarch? Cornstarch, okay. yes. Thank you. Cornstarch. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. My daycare lady taught me about cornstarch. But he got... A rash so bad and I already felt so guilty about it. it was mm-hmm. I was so upset about it. I felt like the worst mom ever that my three day old baby got just honestly just a terrible type sure of rash. Just looking at his fair skin, he probably just has sensitive skin. Yeah, and he does. It. Yeah. And it lasted weeks. It was weeks of us dealing with this mm-hmm. rash. I remember. And every single person wanted to sit down and like tell me like you're not doing it right. You need to do this, do that, do this. And I wanted to be like, shut up. I'm literally doing yeah. everything that I can, and mm-hmm. you're just making me feel worse about something mm-hmm. I already feel shitty about. Yeah. It was literally, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially moms. Like and it made me not want to share my struggle. Yeah, that's true. You know, because I remember I did post it on social media being like, I'm trying this and that and this, and then I got all these messages, and I know for the most part people meant well, but it just kind of made me feel bad. Mm-hmm. So I learned in that moment to... Ignore a lot of the advice. Yeah. Some of it's good. Yeah. Definitely listen to some of it. But. You know what's hard for me is when people who are not parents oh, give me advice yes. about things that they read. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that actually all the time from mm-hmm. people in my life that are not parents that send me yeah. articles about what I should be doing with my son, and I'll be like, you're not a parent. You don't yeah. know. I hate that, too. Or when people post things, even not directly to me, yeah. about things like parents do, and they don't have kids. I'm like, just you wait, honey. <laughs> just you wait. It's not what you think it is. I know. I kind of feel bad because I know, honestly, most people that give advice, they don't mean anything oh, yeah. bad by it. Well, some do. But yeah, most. Some do. Most, most are most. trying to be helpful. Yeah, most are truly trying to be helpful in all the situation I've, you know, I've encountered. Well, that's one of the things that go with it, too. A lot of people said, um, you know, trust your instincts. Don't take unsolicited advice. But also, like... Just because your mother-in-law did it one way, your mom or your sister or your friend or even your doctor told you to do it one way, it trust your instincts yeah. and do what you think is best. Yeah. You are the mother. You know your baby like the back of your hand. Yep. You know what's best, not and, your mom And not doctor. every kid needs to be raised the same way. No. So that's important. To know. You have to know, be able to st- stick up for yourself and your kid. Mm-hmm. Because I did a lot of things different than my mom did it. And she gave me crap at first. And now she, I'm like, here, this is why I do it this way. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Not that I even had to tell her why. But it was nice to be able to, like, nope. Yeah. Sorry. That's how I'm doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. 
I think that's super important, trusting your instincts. Like, if something doesn't feel right to you. Mm-hmm. And doctors give bad advice all the time. Oh my we God. see it all the time yeah. in groups and stuff. And people, you know, not their, every doctor is different. One other thing few people wrote was don't compare especially with social media oh my God, a lot yeah. of people don't share the hard stuff on social media and that's okay not that's everybody totally should share the hard stuff yeah. and you, but you just need to be aware of that because mm-hmm. i feel like it's a double-edged sword when sometimes people do share the hard shit or allude to the hard shit people are like oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah i'm guilty of thinking that way yeah, yeah you know what i mean so i understand why people do not share all that hard shit but just be aware that they are not. Mm-hmm. That they are giving you the best 5% of their life in yeah. that picture and the pictures that they share. Yeah. And it's gonna, motherhood looks different for everybody, yeah. too. There's certain aspects of people's life that might be easier for them than it is for you. And everyone's different. So I, I follow this blogger. She's local. She's gorgeous. Her and her boyfriend just had a baby. And, like, her, she's always been, like, super perfectionist. She's mm-hmm. a great blogger. Just, like, everything. And she just had a baby. And she does share the real stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I cried last night, like, really hard. And mm-hmm. yesterday was really hard. And she is real. And I do appreciate her mm-hmm. showing that. Because yeah. I think she, she's even said, I didn't realize it was going to be as hard as it was. Yeah. And so seeing this beautiful blogger whose life is perfection come on in the morning and say, I cried all night. Is this is hard? Yeah. I didn't realize it was going to be this hard. It is refreshing. Absolutely. If there's... People on social media that are making you feel down when you see their their life, delete them. Yeah, we delete that. them. Yeah. We know their house is really pretty, and you want to know where they got that purse from. But <laughs> <laughs> follow make, the ones that make you feel good. Yes, for sure. It is hard, and everyone goes through crap. So I know sometimes I try to share stuff that I struggle with, but it's hard to share that too. I know. It's like, how much do you want to share? I know. You don't want to overshare. Yeah. I feel like if it was people I didn't know in real life, it'd be easier for me to share. Yeah, that's true. But it's the people that you know in your real life that mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want them. Exactly. Anybody else in the world can know yeah. what I'm going through, but not I don't them. want Sally from high school to see this. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we went to anybody. We didn't know anybody named Sally, so I can say that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, yeah, no Sally's in high school. Um, but yeah, her. Karen, <laughs> Susan. I didn't want Susan to see this. <laughs> Zip it, Susan. Uh, thankfully, though, I have not experienced it. Like, I mean, we sometimes get backlash on like mom really, but mostly it's positive. And yeah. we love hearing that. We love hearing that you can relate to things we post. Oh my god. Um, we try to keep it real, mom worthy. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it hundred percent. I feel. <laughs> I feel more comfortable sharing things on mom worthy my personal account. Me too. Sometimes. Yeah. Because I just feel like the support system there and the people that are following are, yeah. are moms. Back to the support system, too, is if you don't know anybody, or even if you do, like joining groups on Facebook, like we always talk about our group, Mom Worthy. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not our group and a different group, I don't know why you wouldn't want to join our group, but <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Finding just that group of people who you can ask questions and connect with is really important because sometimes you don't want to go on Google. And type in, like, is this normal or which one should I get? Because it's never going to be normal. No. <laughs> never normal. Google's going to tell you you're, you have elbow cancer. <laughs> um, it's just nice getting other perspective, too, from other moms. And, um, you know, like, if you're breastfeeding, join a breastfeeding support group. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not breastfeeding, join a bottle, I don't know, formula support group. Um, I feel like they need support, too. Everyone needs support. Everyone needs Local support. moms, um, you know, like we're in Arizona. Look up Arizona Mommies. I know that's a big group here in Arizona. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 
There's millions of Facebook groups. Trust me, I'm in a million. <laughs> I'm in so many Facebook groups. But seriously, it's awesome. I love internet friends now that I'm a mom. <laughs> That's what one person wrote. Say goodbye to your real friends and hello to your internet friends. True. You're at home a lot and yep. you're on your phone. Truth. And it's nice. Sometimes it's it's easier to ask people you don't know a question. Yeah. You know, opposed to people you do know. Yeah, I agree with that. So mom worthy mamas on Facebook if you want to want to join. Yeah. And if you want to ask anything sexual, we've <laughs> got mom worthy after mom worthy after dark, which uh, you can ask kinky stuff or post funny memes that have and to do with sex. Do. Please do. Those, guys. That's my most entertaining group to me. I know. When something pops up on there, I know it's gonna be good. I know. Every time. We love that stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, yeah, we need to do some episodes on that coming up. I know. That's what's our plan. And if you have anybody that you want us to talk to or tell us, let us know. We're always looking for new people to come on the podcast. But we have a lot of good ones coming up. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a review. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> it doesn't mean they know everything. So yeah. um, always Get a second opinion if you don't think something's right. If it doesn't feel right, get a second opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's important for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard out here, but it's worth it. <laughs> oh, it's so worth it. It is. Being a mom is harder and different, but more beautiful than I ever could have imagined it being. I was yeah. just talking to Jake about this last night. Mm-hmm. Like The love that you have for your kids, man. Yeah. It's like with having three, it's so exhausting. But of course, and like I can't wait for them to go to bed almost every day. Like it's almost bedtime. But know what I do once they're in bed? I go through my phone and watch videos of them, and I go in their room and look at them sleeping. I'm like, oh, they're so beautiful, you know. So, so lucky to be it's their mom. So hard, but it's it's beautiful. Oh my god, it is it's amazing. I don't. I've, I'm bummed at this point that I waited. The length of time that really? I needed to have a kid. Really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. me and my husband were almost nine years together, and our son is, you know, ten months. Yeah. So we waited, like, I don't know, what, seven years, seven So and you wish you would have had kids younger? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The, I mean, obviously, I'm happy how, how things worked out. Yeah. What I appreciate is we're more financially secure. We are more established in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have the baby that we have because we waited. Like, I wouldn't have all day yes. if I had a baby years before. But... I don't, I was so scared, mm-hmm. so scared of it, and now You should have like, listened to me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to have a baby years ago. You did, so did Jake. My husband wanted a baby sooner. It was me. It was all me. See, for me, I'm happy, because I always said I wanted three before I turned, three or four before I turned 30. My mind changed throughout my life, but I'm glad it worked out how it did now. Um, but at the same time, I think it's kind of cool that you got to wait and you got to, you know, experience that time alone mm-hmm. together and do things. Because I've been having kids since, I, how old was I? 23 when I had kids? Mm-hmm. Four? I don't know. I'm bad at math. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in you know, my early 20s, I had a baby. Yeah. And I feel like I, you know, yeah, I do feel like I missed out in some ways. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm young. I have three kids. And we're going to be able to do so many fun things together in yeah. my 30s. 30s yep. are going to be awesome. Yep. So, you know, both ways you look at it. Everything works out for a reason. Yep. Everything works out how it should. That's, I mean, I always think about that, too, because I obviously there's something I can do to change it, so I'm not going to live my life bummed in any way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just completely happy. But because it's so amazing and I love it so much, I'm like, why was I so afraid? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why was I so afraid? 
But I am thankful that I had that time to really be sure I wanted to be a mom because yeah. I don't think everybody should be parents. Yeah. And if you don't want to be a parent, then that's okay. I know. Yes. That's okay. It's totally okay. You don't need to feel like you need to be a parent. And I know people get pressured all the time. I know. Especially by older people, mm-hmm. by their parents, aunts, yep. uncles, grandparents. When are you going to have a baby? There's a lot of people out there who should not be parents. Yeah. And there's people out there who probably be great parents but don't want kids. And that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to want kids. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally get if you don't. We talked about that with Ace. He's like, you can understand why people don't want to have kids, remember? I was yeah. like, I can totally understand why they don't. Yeah. I went through that. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Because they ought to work. work. Yeah. It's like, if you want to live your life the way you want to with no strings attached, like, you probably shouldn't have kids. Yeah. There is so much work. So you have to be willing to sacrifice and put mm-hmm. them first for a, a long time. That's one thing I didn't really realize either is going out once you have kids is difficult. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a date night and finding a sitter and being mm-hmm. okay with leaving your kid or taking your kid places. You know, mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, it's so hard. And I didn't realize it really is. Getting yeah. out of the house with a baby, damn, it's a pain in the ass, especially three babies. I remember when, now I feel pretty confident with taking Alden out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have the routine down, I only have one kid. Yeah. It's super easy for me right now to get out of the house. Not super easy, but... Well, one kid, yeah. But one kid is a lot easier, mm-hmm. right? But I remember when he was a newborn or a few months old, how much anxiety yes. I had with trying to leave the house with him. I I felt like my diaper bag had to be full of like everything possible yeah. that he could ever want or need. Well, and breastfeeding those first few months and oh going my out God, yeah. is really hard. Mm-hmm. Like even by the time I had my third, it wasn't as hard going out with her when she was a baby because I was comfortable nursing yes. and stuff. But when you're with your first child and or your first nursing child at least, going out of the house is hard yeah. and stressful. I hated it. It's so stressful. And now that he's eating more solids, it's easier for me because mm-hmm. I still don't really like to breastfeed in public, especially now because yeah. he'll just whip my cover yeah. off and my boob will just be hanging yeah, off. I never Which isn't it. an issue, but for me, I'm just not comfortable Same. with it, you know? Same. Um, so now that he can eat solids, I feel more confident even leaving the house. Yeah. I'm like, worst case, I can give yeah. him yes. something to eat and it doesn't have to be me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you're planning on breastfeeding or you are a breastfeeding mom and you've struggled getting out of the house, that's totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. Totally fine. It'll get better. Just keep yes, doing it. It'll get better. You get more confident in yourself and that's that's honestly the thing. It's just yeah. the confidence in yourself to be able to do it. Yep. And I, one thing for me was hard with leaving when they were babies. Almost all three of my kids screamed in their car seat for those first. Oh. That's the worst. I get so much anxiety with them screaming. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with them? Are they hungry? They're thirsty. They have to go to the bathroom. We need to pull over. It's like, man, they just didn't like, they're uncomfortable in the car seat and they can't tell you what's wrong. Yep. Just keep driving. But <laughs> Just keep driving. Yeah. Turn that music up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you had headphones. Yep. Now's the time to use them. <laughs> I've got this song I've been waiting to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect yep. time. <laughs> 